0: Good morning. Am I on? Oh, good. What a wonderful way to wake up to Sunday with this beautiful music. Thank you so much. And hello, beautiful community who came out and braved the cold to be here. Goodness gracious. And hello, online community in your pajamas with warm coffee. We are not envious because we've got coffee here too. Um. Christmas is just around the corner. And we have a rehearsal today for our Christmas Eve candle. Lighting ceremony for all of the volunteers and the traffic directors. So if you've ever come to a Christmas candle lighting, Christmas Eve candle lighting service, you know there's a lot of traffic and we have to set it all up and make sure we've got the safety regulations in place. And um, we'll remind you again today at the end of service to register to attend. So there's a 6 p.m. service and there's an 8 p.m. service. And the 6 p.m. service is becoming rather full. So if it is possible and you haven't yet registered, do consider the 8 p.m. service, especially if you want ease of parking and social distancing and ease of access. So we'll remind you about that later on in the service so you can do that today. I was thinking, you know, a person can learn a lot about North American Christmas from watching the movies. It's a wonderful life. The Grinch Who Stole Christmas, Miracle on 34th Street, Charlie Brown Christmas, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. They'll teach you everything you need to know about Christmas. Well, I learned from watching the movies that Christmas is a time that is focused on being together, going home, bringing an evergreen inside, decorating with lights, eating together and gift-giving, which sounds very much like what the solstice celebration is about also, So there's clearly an overlap of traditions. And on this Wednesday evening at 7 p.m., we're going to have a solstice celebration ceremony. We already have the evergreen inside. Uh, We've decorated it already with ornaments and with our prayers and our wishes. So on that Wednesday, the longest night of the year, at 7 p.m., we will have the opportunity to confirm what? would I like to let go of from 2022? i got a long list. And I want to let go of that to make room for more of what I would like in 2023. So that's what we're doing on Wednesday night. If you were to ask me what American spirituality is all about, I would have to say that it's wrapped up in this time of year. It's a convergence of a whole bunch of different spiritual traditions. There is the festival of Hanukkah, celebrating the light, and that is why we have a menorah on the stage today. And you'll notice that it is not lit, because it starts this evening. As well as there are nature-based traditions like, well, bringing the evergreen tree Inside, that's why we have it on the stage. And of course, there's Kwanzaa coming up, which begins the day after Christmas on the 26th. And it also uses candles and feasting and gifting and cultural celebrations. Now, some of these traditions no longer have much to do with their original form. I have watched so many Christmas movies um, that don't even mention Jesus of Nazareth or the solstice or any of the reasons for why we do what we do. But what comes through reliably is this feeling of togetherness. That comes through loud and clear. It's about breaking bread together. It's about saying, I love you, together. That has become the heart and the soul of the holy season, no matter what faith tradition a person may belong to, or even if they don't have a faith tradition to belong to. Togetherness can also be a source of sadness for people at this time of year. I know it was for me when I started to understand the important role that family played during the holy days, I started to miss my family who I'd left on another continent, far, far away, and I felt alone, like so many people do at this time of year for a number of reasons. Um, Maybe their family is a long way away also. Maybe they're missing someone who has passed on. Maybe there's some unresolved conflict with somebody in the family. Maybe they don't have any blood relatives at the moment. And I'm thinking about this because in my mid-twenties, oh, the holiday season felt lonely for me. And then one day... I had this remarkable experience when I sat in my very first Sunday celebration at a center for spiritual living, and the minister said something that went straight into my heart. She said, know with me that you are never alone, that spirit is right where you are, that you have only to look within at any moment to know that you are guided, sustained, and empowered by a presence that expresses itself as you in this world. In deepest gratitude, let us live our lives accordingly so that in everything that we do and say and think, we honor this presence within. Oh, when I heard those words, something shifted for me. And I was filled with hope, a feeling of warmth and encouragement. You see, up until then, I had been looking out at the world around me to fill me with joy and connection. And because I didn't have the picture perfect family experience, I felt sad, I felt lonely. I felt left out. I felt other. When I heard those words, you are guided, directed, inspired from within, I experienced a change in perspective. I think I changed my mind. I realized in that moment that it was not the traditions, whatever they may be, Thanksgiving, solstice, Kanuka, Christmas, Kwanzaa, New Year's, whatever it is, they did not have the power to cause me to feel up or down. It was what I thought about them. It's what I told myself that they meant. You see, in that moment, I was introduced to the idea that what lives in me That something has the power to create and to connect and to live and to love. You see, because in all honesty, I realized I could remember feeling alone and unhappy in other situations, summer, winter, spring, and fall. So I couldn't blame the holiday season for all of it. Some of it, for sure. But some of it belonged to me. It had to do with what I was telling myself. Our teaching helped me tremendously to look at life in a different way. Do you know? I learned if you want to experience something in life, I learned, try being that something. Try bringing it to life in the world. Now, I know it's not an absolute fail-safe practice, I know. I know there's a lot more to life than putting on a happy face, you know, and and muscling through. But still, the concept was new for me. It was a new idea, and I wanted to try it. I wanted to try to see if I could be what I wanted to see in the world. So, it began... When I felt like I didn't have any good friends, I learned to ask myself, am I being a good friend? When I felt like I didn't have any close, loving connections, I learned to ask myself, am I being loving? When I felt all alone in the world, I learned to ask myself, am I acting separate, cut off, isolated. When I felt like my life was meaningless or that I didn't count, I learned to ask myself, am I treating other people as if their lives are valuable? Oh. And so began the shift as I became more and more aware that there is a presence within me that expresses itself through me, through what I say, and what I do, and what I think. And it within me is the power to connect and help and encourage. And I began to trust it. And I began to use it. You know, my partner, um, he talks to everyone. Anybody. I mean, he can connect and have a conversation on the subway in a foreign country, in a movie theater, anywhere. I've watched him. I've watched him light up a couple who were sitting reservedly and quiet in a corner by asking their opinion about some random thing. And although I feel resistant to small talk, <laughs> I've started trying it. <laughs> <And> connecting <laughs> being interested it's rather easy and the and it it is deeply satisfying. I was in an electronics store, and um the the young man helping me he he crouched down with me to look at the item I was interested in on the bottom shelf. And as he went down, he groaned, you know, and I I said to him, you and me both, what's your reason? Twenty minutes later, I still hadn't bought the item I was interested in, but I had learned a whole lot about him, about his country of origin, about his passion for rugby, for what he aspired to be in the world. Now, we didn't become best friends after that. I'm not going home to spend Christmas with him. (laughs) But the encounter did something. It ignited something, a warmth, a happiness. Maybe you recognize these lyrics. I'll see if I can pull them up. Um, A stranger is a friend is just a friend you do not know. Do you remember that? Who? Jim Reeves, right. Here are the lyrics. If ever your life is lonely, if ever you're feeling low, there's one thing you must remember. A stranger is just a friend you do not know. I'll pass along this way just one time only, a sweeping moment in eternity. Why should I spend my life alone and lonely? if just a word of friendship is the key. Oh, how lyrics have changed over the years. Now that was a shift of perspective for me. There is a presence within me that loves expressing itself through me. And it does so through what I think and what I say and what I do. And it within me is the power to connect and to help and to encourage. And I use it by shifting my perspective and opening my heart so that it can flow out through me. (sighs) To be realistic, though, I've never met a person who gets along well with every other person. (laughs) As I said last week, my life would be great if it weren't for other people. That's what one of my friends said to me jokingly. And I look at it, on one hand I can see I may long for connection and community. And on the other hand, simultaneously, I find people annoying and difficult. (laughs) Some people, nobody in this room. (laughs) I may have to change my perspective A manager of a small bookstore told me a humorous story about a book in her store that would sell very well. She'd sell it out all the time because the title was How to Change Other People. (laughs) And customers would pick it up uh, to change the negative people in their lives, I'm guessing. And the book turned out to be a great disappointment for some of them because it ended up focusing on how to change themselves rather than change other people. (laughs) That's a shift in perspective. To bring the work of change home. That was a big change for me to realize that there is a power within me that expresses itself through me. Through what I say and what I do and what I think. And when I turn to it, it creates through me. And it within me is the power to connect And to help and to encourage. This month's theme is all about community, and that's so wonderful because to me, community is the place where we get to experience connection and belonging, and it's the place where our individual parts, our stories, can make sense together. You know, it's like playing in a band or in an orchestra, for example. And in an orchestra in particular each musician goes home and practices their individual part and in isolation that part may not make a lot of sense but when they come together it all fits together and that's when the symphony happens or whatever it is I remember in another lifetime I used to play the flute and I sometimes would play piccolo and I got this one gig where I was playing second piccolo and um, and I had two notes <laughs> or something very small like that. I believe it was Richard Strauss's four last songs. You know, there's these four epic, beautiful songs, and the second piccolo sits the whole time just for these two notes at the very, very end. But oh, those notes <laughs> they could make or break the concert you had to show up and you had to be on point. You had to love those notes and play them with all you've got because they were exposed and soaring across the top. It's when we come together that one thing that we have in us makes the difference and communities where we get to practice that through participation by falling in love with life's ordinary moments, if we want to. It's, it's where we have the place to practice getting interested in what lives in us, getting interested in the lives of those around us, where we can practice being what we want to see in the world. It's where we can practice falling in love, which is an act that can be accomplished every single day. And when we do, life starts to move and unfold. It really does. You know, several Christmases ago, a friend called me. and He was in need. He had a relative in another city who was very ill and on the verge of making her transition. And his car had broken down, and he needed to go there to be with the family member. And he knew at that time I had a, 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 an extra car. And I'm listening to him as he's requesting my assistance, and I just went in my thoughts, into my reaction mode. you know. I never hear from you, I said to myself, unless you want something. If you were more responsible... Your car wouldn't have broken down because you didn't take care of the services. I know you didn't. Why don't you just rent a car? You already know that the second car I have isn't suitable for a long trip. And, I, you know. and then I saw what I was doing in my head. I heard the tone of my inner voice. I thought, here is an opportunity that life has brought to me to connect and be helpful. And I don't want it. I don't want it. And I had to call up those words. There is a presence within me that expresses itself through me. How will I express it? It shows up through what I say and what I do and what I think. How will I use it? And it within me is the power to connect and to help and to encourage. And in that moment, I decided to change my mind, to switch directions. And I made the decision to be the help that I wanted to see in the world. Now, sure, I didn't know how I was going to help my friend, and he certainly couldn't take that old, broken-down car. But I told him to sit tight while I reached out to people who I thought might know. And I started connecting with people and sharing his story. And before long, I had him hooked up with an excellent loaner car and actually financial resources for the journey. And he was able to make the journey and see the family member just before they passed away, within minutes. Hmm. I want you to know that every time when I give myself in service like this, I think every time, every time when I start to notice and engage with the people that life puts before me, that's when what lives in me uses me to express itself as me. And things change. I used to think that I could be of no help to the world until my life was fixed up. I used to think that I I couldn't spare the space to love the world until I learned how to love myself. I had myself at the center of the universe. Now I know something different. I've had a change of mind. Now I know that you and I can do marvelous things to improve our society just as we are, no matter what we're working on. Now I know that you and I can love each other even while we're still working on how to be more loving toward ourselves. It's not an either-or. It's both and. And for me, it, it takes showing up in a community, getting over the initial resistance to connecting and getting in contact with interest in other people and help. Some people struggle this time of year. Maybe you do. And it may have nothing to do with the holy days or the holidays. It may have to do with the cold and the dark. It could be a combination of reasons that aren't even mentioned today. And it's why I love the solstice tradition and the ceremony that we'll be doing on Wednesday night. Because it's a reminder to us that the light is returning. That new growth is on the way. It's a ceremony of hope. And it's a reminder that sometimes the world is the darkest just before the light comes back. So my invitation to you this holy season as it approaches, whether you're going home to be with family or staying here to be with family or you're going to be with family of choice or your spiritual family, that wherever you are, and that might even be alone in nature, wherever you are, that you keep the high watch for yourself. And what I mean by that is try to notice if you slip into thinking that something out there can complete you. And if you notice that, try like I'm going to be doing, try to remind yourself that you are guided, sustained, and inspired by a presence that expresses itself as you in this world.